This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. If you've never watched a Rams game in your life before And you don't know what a fourth down is or how a team scores You don't have to be an expert for enjoyment to occur If you need a team to root for, that's what we're here for It's not a car, it's not a bus Hop on board, you're safe with us Welcome to the bandwagon He's Larry and I'm Kevin Welcome to the bandwagon Welcome to the Bandwagon's post-Super Bowl episode, right? There, there, there's literally no more football left, and here we are still doing our podcast, Larry. Welcome aboard. Yeah, I, although it kind of feels like this is kind of like still saying Happy New Year yeah. on, uh, you know, February 16th. Mm-hmm. <laughs> is it really a post? I mean, it's definitely technically post-Super Bowl because it is a few days after, but yeah. uh, are, are we... Still talking about it? Is Philadelphia still burning? Yeah. Uh, are 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 people still debating the holding call? Are people still talking about Rihanna's pregnancy? Uh, are they still either lauding her performance as one of the best or uh, slamming it as one of the worst? <laughs> because there's both. Uh, wow. I, I guess there's still stuff to talk about, right? Well, I mean. I, I think at least between you and I and the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast, I mean, look, we got a, we got a great game, which is what we're hoping mm-hmm. for. We got all kinds of offense. Everybody knows that. So I don't think we need to spend time unpacking all of that here about what happened in the Super Bowl. But I did think it would be worthwhile to go over the the five prop bets that you and I had. Um, and and I think I don't think we need to spend an extensive amount of time on this, but it would probably would be appropriate to pay that off. Do you remember? Do you remember what? Do you even remember what we did that, Larry? Were you, you were here last week when we did? It. Do you recall? I I I I remember being here. <laughs> I don't remember a thing I said. Uh, but yeah, but I I I want to know what our results were. I can tell you that as far as our company wide, yeah. uh, you know, uh, kind of lottery that we did, uh, we 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 did both the you know the squares, Super Bowl squares that everybody every company does. Yeah. And there was also a questionnaire with if you get the most right and you have a tiebreaker, they gave away a. a TV. Big screen TV, yeah, and I tanked that. I mean, it was it was all it was. There were some educated guesses in there, but it was like a coin flip, head or tails. Yep. Uh, will who will w- get the first interception? Will there be any? You know, is things like that. I only got two out of seven. Oh my gosh! I did a little better <laughs> I mean, than I that. Did 
so poorly. But yeah, the the person who won, it actually ended up being a tie, and they had to go to a tiebreaker. Yeah, I think I got four out yeah. of seven on it, but it was wow. you know whatever. It was I was just guessing. I mean, one of the things I got right was a pretty good educated guess. I got um, Patrick Mahomes MVP of the of the uh, of the game, Super, yeah. but uh, oh, I did terribly on the rest of it. So let's see how badly we did on. on, on <laughs> On the prop bets. Well, the first one, no memory of The first one we did was, will a player on either team be showing mouthing along to the national anthem? Larry, uh, my... I was convinced there would be. Yeah, we both said yes. My brother's television that we set up in the garage, which is his new game area watching space with a foosball table and a dartboard, went out just before the national anthem started. (laughs) So I do not know whether this happened or not. So I have zero payoff. I will tell you that uh, I was excited to see whether the over-under on the word brave in the national anthem would be five seconds over or under. It was over. 6.58 seconds by Chris Stapleton. But um, I'm going to say that, yes, somebody mouthed along to the national anthem. Can we just, yeah. let's just say I, we got that right. I, I think that's a pretty good bet because I wasn't paying attention either. So <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Because I completely, because yeah. these prop bets completely faded from memory. Yeah. So, uh, and I was probably stuffing my face with nachos at the time. Oh, yeah. So Same these. Yeah. Well, the next one was, will a Rams player or coach be shown in a Super Bowl commercial? We both said yes. And to the best of my knowledge, that did not happen. I saw no Rams no. player in a Super Bowl commercial. So we were both wrong. Little Caesars apparently not doing well enough to pay a pony up the big dough for for the Super yep. Bowl commercial because I was pretty sure we'd see some pizza pizza action yeah. from Matt Stafford uh, and uh, we did not. Yeah, we and I not. I thought we'd see Aaron Donald reprieve a role reprieve re, what's the word I'm looking for reprieve, reprieve a role. Be back. Thank you. Yes, yeah. in a in a Hulu ad that we did not see him in. My favorite commercial. Uh, I don't know if you saw this one. Was the one where they got the Pringles can stuck in the stuck in the hand. The, the hand got stuck <laughs> in the. That was my favorite. Very relatable. Well done, Pringles. Um, Very good. Will we see a player or coach give give or receive a high five at any point? Specifically, a high five, not a fist bump. Now, what's funny is I had originally atten- intended that question to be specifically one of the quarterbacks, so it was going to narrow it down more. But I accidentally said yeah. any player. Larry, yeah. I only paid attention. I paid attention as much as I could. I didn't see one, but I, I think I, I don't think that means that there wasn't one. So once yeah. again, <laughs> I mean, my my prediction was that the older, uh, rich white guys yeah. in the luxury boxes, the owners of the Chiefs, for instance, definitely high fiving. So yeah. I, I'm I'm pretty confident about that one too. Yeah, yeah, I I think there was one. Um, uh, you actually chose no. I chose yes on that. Um, oh. So oh, okay. you 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 went through this whole logic about how we would see one, but then you said, you know what? But there won't be. So let's give you a zero yeah. point on that. <laughs> I was no, I was probably right. As it turns out, if you didn't see one, it didn't happen. So. Yep, I was probably right on that one. <laughs> Will we see a referee fall down? Uh, I I did not see that, and I think that's something I definitely would have caught if it happened. I did not see a referee. We both we both chose no on that, so we both got that yeah. one right. And it would be uh, on Twitter constantly replayed, and there would be memes about it. And uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the last one was, will a real living animal be shown during the broadcast, <laughs> not including the commercials? Uh, we thought maybe a snake would be the only thing Rihanna was wearing. Turns out she uh, announced her pregnancy, so she had a lot of clothes on. But uh, to your point, Larry, a human being is an animal. And so you chose mm-hmm. yes, I chose no, you got me on a technicality. And I think because you cheated on the high five one that you you won the prop bets for Welcome to the Bandwagon. <laughs> so pat yourself on the back, question mark? 
I'll I'll take a W. Look, I, just like a, a an athlete or uh, the, uh, the L.A. Rams last season, I'll take a W. However, <laughs> I can get it uh, as far as that goes. Well, uh, yeah. but yeah, so so there are there are things in hindsight of the Super Bowl that are kind of interesting to follow up on. Uh, obviously, everybody knows by now who who won the game and how the game was won and the controversial call at the end. Uh, you mentioned the Pringles ad. Uh, I think the actual winner of the game was uh, uh, Popcorners, frankly, because uh, not only was their Breaking Bad commercial oh, great, yes. it actually made me want to try Popcorners well done. and see what the heck they are. Yep. I mean, they're baked. Yeah. Kevin, they're baked. And, and there's seven flavors, including sweet chili and kettle corn and sour cream and onion and white cheddar and spicy queso and and sea salt. And I'm not even reading this off of, <laughs> off the site. I have these already memorized. Just in your brain. Popcorners will be filling my snack cabinet. Um, but one of the things that I wanted to do and wanted to see if you had a sense, and because this is supposedly a Rams fan podcast. Supposedly. And and because the Rams were clearly nowhere near the so- Super Bowl this year and uh, have have finished their days as world champions, I thought I would check and see how into the actual game some Rams players were. Ah. And so I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, this game is is go- is called Who Tweeted That? Well, yes, <laughs> that's what I'm calling this. <laughs> that's how you that's how you now, title a segment right there. Yes. Now, these are actual tweets that uh, were put on the, uh, well, the well-respected social media site, uh, Twitter. Twitter.com. Which is having absolutely, there's no, uh, nothing problematic about that these days. Uh, These were actual tweets tweeted, and you're going to have to figure out which one of these. You have thrown this kind of thing at me before. I sure have. um, And I was just hoping you hadn't uh, hadn't done something uh, like it this week. Uh, This is an actual tweet that was tweeted post-Super Bowl from a Rams player. Congrats, KC, on to 23. (laughs) So it's kind of a poem. It rhymes. Congrats, KC, on to 23, and added an office meme. Which, which oh. was weirdly altered. Uh, it was a scene from The Office uh, that had a, a happy birthday poster across the wall, but it was crossed <laughs> off and congrats, congrats was written underneath it. Very, very janky office meme. Wow. So who okay. tweeted congrats KC on to 23 with an office meme? Was it Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, or Sean McVay? Wow. Yeah. Okay. Cooper Cup, Matthew Stafford, Sean McVay. Congrats, KC. On to twenty three. That is pretty clever. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um. I. Yeah. I don't. Quick, succinct. Has has a rhyme to it. Yep. Wow. I don't like being on the other side of these games, Larry. By the way, you 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 were stealing my thunder, and now I am the now one you know that what will it look feels very like, foolish. Right? Yes. Um. Yep, that's the point. I'm gonna. I, I could see any one of these three being very, you know, humble and, and congratulatory towards another another team. That's why this makes it tough. I'm gonna say as sort of. I mean, arguably the sort of the face of the franchise being Sean McVay and coming back next year. I'm gonna say Sean McVay tweeted it. I'm gonna say head coach Sean McVay tweeted that out. That is wrong. Ah, I no. couldn't remember if that was uh, right or wrong. <laughs> As far as, yeah, it, it could go either way. <laughs> it's, the, it's the only sound effect I have right now. Um, 
Uh, as as I as far as I can tell, Sean McVay actually has oh, no official he doesn't. Twitter account. God, I, I beat myself <laughs> in my own game. I noticed that myself in my various researches. There are Sean, as you can well imagine, uh, because there are no limits on that damn uh, social media site anymore. There are tons of Sean McVeighs, <laughs> many of them with Sean McVeigh's actual picture. Yeah, none of them official Sean McVay with the, with the blue check mark. And uh, and many of them just Sean McVay news, but that was actually Cooper Cup. Okay. Cooper Cup tweeted that uh, post Super Bowl, uh, very gracious, uh, saying on to twenty three is uh, technically we're already in twenty three. Cooper, okay, <laughs> yeah, I, we see. We, I see what you're saying. You're talking about the twenty three twenty four season. Yes, and it rhymed. It, it, you get points for rhyming. He's a poet. Right. I love it. Good to uh, know. So here is a day of Super Bowl tweet okay. from one of these Rams players. Okay. <clears throat> Here's the tweet. What y'all doing for the SB? <laughs> and uh, eyeball emojis. Now, yeah, that was something that I tweeted out. This is not the one that I tweeted <laughs> is what you're saying. <laughs> this is not from Kevin Schatz. No. <laughs> what y'all doing for the SB? Question mark. And then nothing else after that. Was it? Cam Akers, okay. Jalen Ramsey, or Aaron Donald? I don't think Aaron Donald... What y'all doing for the SB? I don't think Aaron Donald is that active on Twitter. He posts. He, he more posts things that are like, um, you know, uh, showing off his organizations, you know, some of his charities. I don't know a lot about Cam Akers' social media presence, so it could be him. I will say that that just sounded like a Jalen Ramsey thing to say. Um who also appeared in the Pro Bowl games and so had a little bit of uh, active participation in that. That was fun to see. I'm going to I'm gonna choose that Jalen Rams wanted to see what uh, we all was doing for the SB. All right. If you have it handy, uh, Kevin, could you give, give yourself a ding, 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 oh, ding? Oh, yay. Whoops, <laughs> that's not it. That's, that's, <laughs> nope, don't have it handy. I don't deserve the ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yes, that is correct. Uh, it was Jalen Ramsey. And when I say he didn't, oh, there we go. Yeah. Uh, when I say he didn't tweet anything after that, I don't mean uh, that he didn't tweet after that because he did. Uh, he didn't tweet anything about the Super Bowl after that. Yeah. What y'all doing for the SB? And then nothing. Uh, ever since then, it has been, uh, he is clearly a, a man of strong faith yeah. because uh, he has been uh, tweeting a lot about uh, being thankful to, I mean, here's his, here's his Valentine's Day tweet, All right. Jalen Ramsey. I'm married to the game. F Valentine's. Mm -hmm. I love y'all every single day. No cap emoji. Thank you, God. Wow. Or this most recent one from about six hours ago as we record this. God is amazing. Nothing can even compare to how great he is. All this BS that is thrown our way and that we go through still can't stop the blessings he has for us. Thank you, Jesus. Crane hands emoji. Okay. So, you know, he's 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 in a mood. <laughs> he's I'm, feeling. I'm happy he can feel the, feel the love of, 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 of his religion and his faith and, and, and that he's not he's not yep. here for the BS. He's not here for the BS. Good for you, Jalen. Oh, Neither am no. I. And, and F Valentine's apparently. Yeah, he, F Val he, yeah. he don't he don't need that. Zero candy uh, hearts here. for Jalen Ramsey. Zero candy hearts. All right. Here is a tweet from a Rams player that uh has zero to do with the Super Bowl, but I thought I would make it part of the quiz just in case Great. that we needed it. Uh happy National Tight Ends Day. Go Rams. 
and then uh, two devil horns rock on emojis. Okay, okay. Happy National Tight Ends Day, go Rams. Was that Bryson Hopkins, Jared Pinckney, or Tyler Higby? Okay, well, I mean, Tyler Higby comes to mind because he is a tight end, right? Now, National Tight Ends Day is a real thing, we we assume. I mean, well, first of all, all three all three of those players are tight ends okay. for the Los Angeles Rams. Okay. So I I I yeah, I I I wouldn't, you know, throw in a, I I don't think there are a whole lot of wide receivers or defensive backs who are going to tweet about <laughs> National Tight End Day. Somebody really loves uh, their tight ends, right? You know? Um Yeah, tight ends are kind of like the middle child. They feel completely left out of everything uh-huh. and forgotten. So I think they like to tout their own day. Apparently, there is a day. Let me uh, let Happy me National those. Tight Ends Day. Go Rams. Was it Bryson Hopkins, Jared Pinkney, or Tyler Higby? Well, because you were kind enough to, I, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna play dumb here. I did not know those other two were tight for the Rams. That's yeah. how, that's how invested of a Rams fan I am here on the Welcome to the Bandwagon podcast. Um, I'm gonna say, uh, was it Perkins the first one? I'm gonna, I'm gonna go ahead. Bryce, and, Bryson Hopkins. Bryson Hop, yeah, okay, because Perkins is okay, okay. I'm gonna go with Mr. Hopkins just because that name jumped out at me, and I'm thinking maybe Tyler Higby is too obvious a choice. Uh, I'm hoping he's a he's a rock and roll emojis hand kind of guy. Let's go with that one. <laughs> no, okay. it was in fact Tyler Higby. You your uh, your initial choice. Dag nabbit. Yep. And uh, that tweet, by the way, was the last time he tweeted on October 23rd of 2022, <laughs> <laughs> and he's done nothing. I was like, how did we miss tight end day? Because it was in October. <laughs> Understood. Okay, that's the last we've heard from him. Yeah, and there's so many things going on in October, and yes. uh, poor tight ends, <laughs> they get forgotten again. Uh, it is apparently the fourth Sunday in October, okay. which means all we're caring about is uh, basically pumpkin spice lattes, <laughs> yeah. and Halloween oh. is a week away at that point we are not thinking national tight end day on october 22nd well so, we, we sure are now larry we sure are yes. next next year we're going to be looking out for tyler higby's uh annual tweet for tight ends day by the way i did want to go back and mention that when uh, we talked about aaron donald uh he did tweet quite a bit recently okay but it was all retweeting just a bunch of video from the 2022 super bowl most of them showing him making yeah. big plays as he should <laughs> if i was aaron donald final defensive stop I'd that be he doing, was a big part of i'd be yeah. doing the same thing if i was aaron donald and just sh- a ton of shirtless pictures that's all i'd be posting of myself so let's just say that Rams players not super active on social media about this year's Super Bowl. Uh, who knows if they were even paying attention? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they they too much. Um, I don't know if PTSD is quite the right word, but just uh, you know, not let's forget this season altogether. It was really interesting. I was thinking about um, as as I was watching the Super Bowl and knowing this was the last football game of the season, professional football game that we were going to be watching. I was thinking back to the first game. You know, the Rams opened up the season against the Buffalo Bills on a Thursday night, and I went down to a. Uh, it was either it was a, a Dave and Buster's to watch it with a couple friends and got some beers, and there were Rams fans there, and there were uh, Bills fans there, and 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 the Rams lost, as many of us know, and it was. It was a very exciting. It was nice to kind of reflect on that on the season that was and and all the excitement going into the first game. But man, that game just set a tone for the rest of the season for the Rams. It was like, oh, uh, they yeah. lost. Are they gonna are they gonna keep doing that? And sure enough, they did. 
Um, so I'm just going to choose to be optimistic and look forward to next season where every team starts 0-0 and everyone's got a shot. And, um, you know, we'll see what happens in the offseason uh, in terms of player additions or, or free agent signings or people leaving. Um, but... Uh, you know, it was a, it was a rough season, but I'm glad that, I'm glad that we made it through and um, and and congrats to the Chiefs. They uh, well yeah. earned, right? Yeah, I think so. And they, they are well on their way, as we have mentioned, to being uh, the new uh, yep. hated champions <laughs> yep. because it looks like they've got nothing but upside with a uh, a an elite quarterback who uh, will probably be around for some time to come. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So. You know, get ready to to pull out your Chiefs hate. If if yep. having a a problem with their uh, their hatchet chop yep. uh, isn't enough, yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, I know they are, they are building a story for you to really despise them as they continue to win. Very likely uh, into this uh, the rest of this decade. Uh, so they're building a dynasty. So we'll have to see how that goes. However, yes, uh, I am not counting out the Rams by any means. This is a bandwagon. We are on and we are clinging to your life. We have nothing but ultimate faith. Uh, yep. and, uh, we will be ready for that new season when they, I, I I'm, I'm excited about just hearing what the new schedule is going to be. Uh, you know, yeah. I know the, the, the uh, opponents have been finalized, but the but the dates and venues are. Uh, I guess the venues have, but the I know that we're going to open the season against the Green Bay Packers. Is Whoever, that right? Yeah, I yeah. had not seen that yet. That's good. We but we still don't know the location for that. Uh, it will be uh, at the in the frozen tundra. It will be again. Uh, wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we're well, going back. Two two very and, disappointing uh, teams last year will face off in the first game of uh, of twenty twenty three season. That'll be exciting. Yeah, hopefully. and and our second game is against the Colts in Indy. So, okay. Okay. Uh, talk about disappointing teams. Yeah. Right. Uh, and then that'll be well. A home opener will be against the Saints, apparently at SoFi. Okay. So okay. And okay. and another thing to pay attention for next year is whether Larry or Kevin actually go to a Rams game. That'll be an exciting thing to see whether yes. it happens or not. So it it is a goal. Yes, it is a goal. Okay. And I I I will tell you this: either we will have uh, officially sanctioned tickets to get in, yep. or we are going to find a way to sneak in. We're yeah. just gonna we're gonna crack the code of security at SoFi. We're gonna <laughs> make it happen. To pose as vendors. I don't know what we're gonna do, but we're gonna get in there. Well, that's what we have and, to look and, and potentially get kicked out either way, well, whether course. we have I mean, tickets or not. That yeah. go, that goes that goes without saying, of course. Um, Indeed, that's that's what we have to look forward to for next year. But being uh, current, we are in uh, we are in Black History Month right now, and I received uh, this is a fact that kind of blew my mind that I didn't already know this, and I just wanted to share a little bit about this because it seems like the appropriate time to do it. Um, Larry, do you know the name Kenny Washington? Are you familiar with this name? Uh, it sounds familiar to me, but uh, you'll have to you'll have to uh, enlighten me, sir. Yeah, I have to admit my own ignorance on not recognizing this name. This is... Essentially, and you'll you'll understand why essentially as to like solidly the player that broke the color barrier in the NFL, and he okay. did so for the Los Angeles Rams, which gives That's me right. That's... a huge sense of pride as a Rams fan that that you know not only obviously we know about Jackie Robinson breaking the color barrier with the Brooklyn Dodgers. I'm a big Dodger fan, so I have a lot of pride there. But to hear that my football team is also the one that first signed. African American players is uh, is a great fact for me to learn. So I'm excited to share a little bit about about that with you here. 
Yeah, I, I, I did know that actually. And, uh, it was, it was a, an amazingly progressive thing at the time. Um, uh, he was a UCLA Bruin, if right. I'm not mistaken. So he was a hometown guy. Yep. So it kind of made it, uh, extra special yep. for him to be, uh, uh, as part of it. Uh, but yeah, go ahead. Give us, yeah. this is fascinating stuff. I love this. You're exactly right. Kenny Washington, he was born and raised in LA. He went to UCLA. He, in fact, was teammates with Jackie Robinson at UCLA. He played wow. both baseball and football. And in fact, he was, Kenny Washington apparently was rated better as a baseball player than Jackie Robinson was. And, you know, if you know anything about Jackie Robinson, other than breaking the color barrier, he was a stellar baseball player. So the fact yes. that Kenny Washington yes. was apparently, at least in college, rated better than him just tells you a lot about him. There, there was even a story that uh, Brooklyn Dodgers manager uh, Lou DeRocher wanted to offer Washington a contract to play for the Dodgers, but it would have required him going to like Puerto Rico for some kind of training camp or something. And Kenny Washington wasn't <laughs> down for that. So he stuck with football. Um, he, as you said, Larry played at UCLA was a major college star. Um, and when he finished at UCLA in 1940, the NFL was in the midst of a 12 year ban on African-American players. That was, um, yeah. You know, obviously a disappointing part of history, but uh, there was no way for African-American players to play in the league. So he spent, Kenny Washington did, he spent five years playing from 1940 to 1945 for the Hollywood Bears, which I didn't know was a team that, which, they're, they're, you know, now, now they're the West Hollywood Bears and that's a completely different thing. But the Hollywood Bears were a, a football team in the Pacific Coast Professional Football League, and he was the league's highest player. So he was a standout star. Um, fun fact about the Pacific Football League is that the Pacific Coast Professional Football League, they actually had a Brooklyn Dodgers team, which blows my mind as a Dodger fan that the Brooklyn Dodgers were not just a baseball team, but also had a, a professional football team for a time. Oh, wow. Um, wow. So Kenny Washington's playing there. The Cleveland Rams in 1946 moved to L.A., and because they were playing in the L.A. Coliseum, which was a building paid for by the public, which included both African-Americans and white people, people from all, of all colors at the time, uh, the Coliseum threatened to evict the Rams if they didn't have uh, an African-American player on their team. So, you know, whether it was pressure from the city or, or what it might be, the, the Rams decided to do it. And it, again, just hometown-wise gives me a sense of pride of, okay, we were willing to to, to push for that to happen. So the Rams did sign two players in 1946, two African-American players, Kenny Washington and Woody Strode. They were the first two African-Americans signed to an NFL contract. Um, Kenny Washington played for three years for the Rams. He actually, in fact, still holds a record for the longest run from scrimmage, 92 yards. He still holds, holds the wow. Rams record for that, which is incredible. He played a three-year career. He was beloved by fans in LA. Um, it said that when he retired in 1948, there were 80,000 people in attendance and he got a standing ovation at the end of the game. Um, and so he, along with Woody Strode, uh, broke that color barrier together. Strode only played for one year, and he cited uh, not just a lack of playing time for why he left, but also the constant racial abuse that he was receiving, uh, you know, from fans, yeah. probably on the field. And uh, he was quoted as saying, if I have to integrate heaven, I don't want to go. And I think that's such a powerful message and a reminder that these players that, you know, we hear about breaking color barriers and Jackie Robinson, like, 
they were putting up with constant abuse, including Kenny Washington. And it's just uh, a reminder of just how sort of um, inspirational their bravery was to to be on the field, to do this thing they love uh, with the risk of, of violence and threats. Um, and, um, and, and, and Woody Strode actually kind of blazed his own trail because he became a very prominent actor after he yes. r- retired from football and, and, and was in a, 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 a lot of big movies and broke the color barrier there to a certain extent bef- before Jim Brown and before, you know, some mm-hmm. other high profile athletes who kind of made that jump, got a Golden Globe, uh, nomination. He was in, uh, but you know some war films and and uh, you know really really a very good Hollywood career as an actor and 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 a great presence on screen. So yeah, and then and and you know it's it's interesting because people talk people uh, Jackie Robinson deservedly so gets a lot of attention for breaking the color barrier in Major League Baseball, but that came a full year yep. or so, a uh, little less maybe th- after uh, Kenny Washington actually. Uh, was uh, signed to the Rams, so uh, Kenny not doesn't get the same kind of attention, and and probably should. Yeah, well, that was my biggest question when I learned this: is how you know I grew up in LA, I grew up a big Dodger fan, so Jackie Robinson was a big part of what I learned about history. But I think across the nation, Jackie Robinson is a beloved figure and a huge name, and yet one full year earlier. The NFL color barrier was broken, so why don't why don't I know these names? Why are these not household names? Kenny Washington and Woody Strode. Um, th- there are several theories. One of the probably biggest reasons is just that baseball was way more popular at the time. You know, if you're looking at it through a lens of today, you're like an NFL color barrier. NFL is the hugest sport on the planet, or at least in America. How is this not um, how is this not big news at the time? Baseball was above and beyond the most popular sport. So it was a little, there were just way more headlines for Jackie Robinson. Um, One of the other interesting things to note is that there actually was an African-American football player very briefly in 1920. So like 20 years, 25 years before Kenny Washington came along. But uh, this is, you know, disgusting wording to me, but there was a gentleman's agreement quote made to uh, to not allow African American people in the league, and so he was quickly this this yeah it's just it's insane. Um, yeah, Fritz, it's Fritz Pollard, it's, it's, Fritz Pollard was that was technically the first African American uh, to play in the NFL. So I think that's why the, the history gets a little bit murky, and and it's not as clear cut as like Jackie Robinson being the first to play in Major League Baseball. Um, all that said. Uh, Kenny Washington, Woody Strode, uh, in my opinion, pioneers. Uh, you know, I'm I'm happy to have a platform to be able to share those names here on on Black during Black History Month and just in general. I think um, you know it'd be great if that was something that more Rams fans knew and had pride in. And so I'm happy to I'm happy to know it. Happy to share it with you. Uh, makes me even prouder to be on this bandwagon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so we salute you, Kenny Washington. It's uh, a great story, Kevin. Thank you for sharing that. And maybe for once, we actually <laughs> imparted some real information to people who listen to this podcast. Exactly. And and by the way, don't get used to it. No, this is don't think this is a trend. One time only. Because you heard you heard the other BS we've been talking about. So you know, it's <laughs> yeah. probably much more likely that. 
Yeah. We'll be we'll be right back with the BS, we promise you. This is this is uh this is a rare <laughs> instance from us. Uh uh, but happy, happy to highlight it for sure, and um, and look, also happy to happy to identify who who tweeted that. You know, we're, 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 we we cover we cover all we cover the entire spectrum here. Um, always yes. a pleasure, though, Larry Morgan. Always a pleasure. Right back at you, and uh, we will be back again next week. We'll continue to find things to talk about here in this off season, hopefully, mm-hmm. and come up with something to share with you hopefully also ram centric yes. uh, if that's possible uh, because this is the rams fan podcast thank you so much for subscribing and listening on the odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast if you have the chance to rate us and even to review us it would really help in other people finding us who are rams fans and uh, feel like jumping on the bandwagon uh, in a year where we got nowhere close to the super bowl there is uh, apparently it's, it's a little more room. It's kind of like riding uh, yeah. United Airlines <laughs> in the middle of the night right now. Up on board, we, Kevin and Kevin and I kind of have a row to ourselves at the moment, which is nice. We can stretch out, but plenty of room for you to come aboard, yeah. and we would love for you to be here every week as we head toward both the NFL season later on this year. And let me remind you, uh, it's just a couple of months away. From the preseason for the Canadian foot football league. Yes, no, it is fo- football is correct. Canadian football league. Yes, Canadian you said that football. accurately. Canadian football. <laughs> so get hyped for that, why don't you? Welcome to the bandwagon. Again.